My name is Ruben, and this is The Ruben Vega Show. How's it going, my free thinkers? We are back with another episode. This is episode uh, 92. For all the 92 babies, this is for you. Welcome to being 30 years old. If you were born in 1992, today is this is the year where you will enter your 30s and you will you will enter a new stage of your life. Congratulations. You did it. You're old now. Very exciting stuff. You're you're a lot wiser. You're 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 not you now you can now you can say you have experience. Now you can say that you're an experienced human being. And you can get um, any job you want, right? Because we all know once you're 30, you can get any job you want because the, the, the boss asks you, hey, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I'm 30. They're like, okay, get the fuck out of my office, you old piece of shit. Anyway, let's get into the show. Today, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about... Uh, the nationwide tampon shortage. So first it was baby formula, now it's it's tampons. Pretty crazy, right? Like it. it it's funny because my girls always like, oh, like you know, men men don't have to go through as much shit. And you and it's pretty, you know, it's starting to make sense because it's like, first they go after the babies, and then they go after the woman. But like they never go after men, right? Like I feel like men never really. Besides in the court system, right? Besides the court system, guys are usually pretty pretty okay when it comes to their like products. Well, gas, no. I think guys probably buy spend more money on gas than women on average, right? But because a lot of guys drive trucks, a lot of guys are, you know, truck drivers or they work for like uh, you know, some kind of transportation company. So I feel like on average men spend more money on gas than women on average. I don't know. Well, anyway, um, let, let's let's get into this news, um, this uh, this report. Let's get into it. Here we go. A few weeks ago, it was baby formula, but tonight it's tampons. They're apparently getting harder to find on shelves across the country, and it's happening amid rising prices. NBC Bay Area's Stephanie Magallon looked at the situation here in the Bay Area. I've been to five different stores in San Francisco, including CVS and Target, and they were all running low on a certain feminine product, tampons. Wow. But I feel like it's crazy that that's happening. The brand missing the most on shelves is Tampax, and its maker, Procter & Gamble, has confirmed to NBC News that some consumers may currently be unable to find what they need. In fact, CVS has also confirmed in recent weeks there has been times when suppliers have not been able to fulfill their entire orders of feminine care products. And the situation has people feeling like this. It's really important to have products like that available. It would be very frustrating and kind of a good representation um, is where we are at as a country. It's a necessity. I feel like it's like toilet paper, so it's kind of scary. Not sure why it's happening. Procter & Gamble says it's happening because of an increase in demand, but says the company is working with retailers... What? Wait, wait, tampons. pause. What would be the increase in demand? That that doesn't make sense to me. L- let me get a female perspective. Uh, hey, babe. Yeah? Why do you think there would be an increase in demand in tampons? 
Maybe everybody's getting their period at the same time. That could be a thing. All right, let's see. 24-7 to make sure these shelves aren't empty. I mean, I would be a little nervous. <laughs> panicking. As if the situation wasn't bad enough, just take a look at these prices. Oh, I've noticed it price has gone up for sure. According to data cited by Bloomberg, the average price of tampons has gone up nearly 10% huh? in the past year. And experts blame the rising price of raw materials like cotton. Overall, cotton. public trust in um, being able to access just basic resources is, um, yeah, it's not looking so great. <laughs> Shoppers are now wondering what's next. In San Francisco, Stephanie Magallon, NBC Bay Area News. Well, San Francisco is a hellscape. San Francisco is, is is an awful, awful place to live right now. It is it is completely crime-ridden. It, it is the new Gotham City, but with a lot more pride flags hanging around, you know, the streets. Um Wow. So no so there's an increase in the demand of tampons and pads. My girlfriend thinks it's because maybe everybody all the girls are getting their period at the same time. That could be a thing. Because what else? Why Why would there be an increase in demand now? Do, 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 does stress trigger periods? We are living in stressful times. These are some dark, dark times. So maybe, maybe everybody's just getting triggered at the same time and, and the blood's just leaking out. I don't know. What I do find very interesting, though, is just the timing, right? Like, why are all these things disappearing? Like, baby formula, now tampons. So, babies, now women. What's next? What is next? Like, if we want to get into conspiracies, like, what would be the reason? Like, let's say the government is doing this on purpose, which, you know, I, I doubt, but, you know, there is that possibility what is their reason or what would be the purpose of them trying to like sabotage babies and now women hmm they don't want them to get their they 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 don't want them to have any means of taking care of that period situation so do they want women to free bleed is that the thing do they want women to just not have that thing anymore but i don't get it I, I really don't get it it's odd they're saying that the rise in cotton and it's harder to get cotton but that doesn't make any sense why would it be harder to get cotton are we just gonna blame everything on on the ukraine russian war that because of the war now that we, we can't get tampons we can't get baby formula are we really getting all of that stuff from russia are you kidding me What's next? What's next? It's this this place is 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 getting ridiculous. Every the prices on everything are just skyrocketing. I really don't know what's next. I I want to try to figure out what's going to be next so I can I can call it, right? Cuz everybody likes to call things out before they happen. Right? You guys ever watch a movie and like, you know, before you, before the twist, you want to like reveal it? Like, "Oh, I bet that I bet that guy's the killer." I bet that guy's the killer. I like doing that, but with uh, America's problems. Besides that, you guys saw you guys see the crypto market, the mar 
cryptocurrencies is is just free falling right now. Every day you think it's not going to get any worse, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. It is so bad right now. I think Ethereum's like at 1300 bucks. Just like 2 months ago it was at 3000. That's more than like a 50-60% drop. It's ridiculous. Bitcoin too. Bitcoin was at 60,000 just a couple months ago. I think right now it's like at 24,000. Everything's just free falling, man. It's it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Will it go back up again? Throughout American history, the market's always kind of found a way to fix itself, you know, through manipulation and, and you know, being saved, you know, somehow. But we always kind of find a way to fix it. But, you know, there's always that fear that maybe this is the time it doesn't get fixed. So it's like, what do we do, man? Should we buy in? Should we buy the dip? Or should we just let it keep falling? You know, these are the times where a lot of people become millionaires and billionaires because they bought in at the right time. But we don't know if this is going to be that time, right? What if this is the time where it doesn't go back up and it just keeps falling and falling and falling until, you know, everything hits zero and the economy just crashes and that's it. There's no more jobs. There's no more food. There's no more electricity. Nobody wants to work at the water company or the electric company. So everywhere, we're just living in like this post-apocalyptic world where we don't have, you know, no, no more Wi-Fi, right? No more TikTok videos. No more Taco Bell. No more pizza. No more Wendy's, right? Everybody went, everybody goes home and we're all living in the dark and just trying to survive. And then they're going to ban guns, right? They're going to ban handguns. You know, they're going to start with the AR-15s and the assault weapons and all that. But then they're going to go to handguns. Just look at Canada. Canada recently banned handguns. So that's the big fear in all of this. It's it's always a little more. They always want a little more. Once, they, once they're able to take away something, they're going to want to take away a little more. And then eventually they're, eventually they're going to ban fucking pocket knives and fucking brass knuckles. It's just going to keep getting worse. It's going to be like, no weapons. No weapons, guys. If we take away all the weapons, th- there, there'll be no bad guys to use the weapons. Ha 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 ha. Ah, silly, silly Joe. Silly Joe. But yeah, guys. The U.S. has $50 billion to send to the Ukraine. But... They don't got the money to put a, an armed guard in every school to protect the children. We got $50 billion to send to the Ukraine so they can buy weapons. But we don't have a couple hundred thousand to send to each school to hire, you know, an armed SWAT guy, right? An armed police officer to... uh to try to mitigate a little bit of these of these uh, lunatics, right? These lunatics shooting up the schools. I don't get it. I don't get America. America's got its priorities all out of whack. America's like a teenager. It's like a teenager with a with an unlimited bank account that makes all the wrong decisions, right? Instead of investing their money, they're they're just buying fucking Molly. Just buying a lot of weed. 
you know, going to the strip club, just throwing their money away at things that, that seem to make sense, but they don't, right? They don't. Will sending billions of dollars to Ukraine really do anything? I feel like we need the money, right? I feel like America needs the money. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming months or the coming weeks. You know? I'm going to try to keep the pod going until the end of the world, right? Even if the Wi-Fi gets taken out. Even if there's no more internet in, you know, next week. I'll try to find a way to make the pod and and upload it somehow. Even if I got to break into fucking Comcast myself and air this shit. Or maybe I'll do the podcast from the radio. I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll, I'll freaking break into a radio station. That way you guys can listen, right? That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Anyway, guys, this, this episode is brought to you by MeUndies. Give it up for MeUndies. You guys ever heard of MeUndies? They make the greatest underwear on the planet. It is soft. It is made out of a, a special cotton material. Um, and, and don't be afraid since there is a shortage on cotton. Uh, MeUndies has uh, billions and billions of pounds of cotton uh, stored away uh, for this situation. So go buy some MeUndies, guys. They, they have the greatest underwear on the planet. Extremely comfortable. Uh, fun patterns for the whole family to enjoy. They have, you know, Star Wars patterns. They have uh, Selling Sunset, all sorts of all sorts of cool designs uh, for all your needs. They have that uh, that girl Christine from Selling Sunset for the ladies. So they have like you know little faces of her on the thongs. For they have me on these thongs, me on these uh, briefs, boxers. They got um, you know the masked singer, um, all sorts of stuff. They have to catch a predator. That's a new design they got going on to catch a predator. Um, they got the guy Chris Hansen like holding a pizza in the front, you know, by the by by the junk. So just check it out, guys. They have a lot of cool designs. Um, without me on these, this episode would not be possible. So uh, episode ninety two uh, goes out to you guys, me on these. Check them out. Use promo code the Ruben Vega Show to save five uh, percent off uh, your next purchase. Okay, shipping and handling fees may apply. Um, just go check them out, guys. All right. You guys want to know something that makes me feel old? Something that makes me feel absolutely, you know, out of the times, right? Like, I feel like I'm no longer, I'm like, I'm no, I'm no longer, um, hip, right? Like, I'm not hip anymore. I'm just you know, I'm just an old head now, is um, I can't get used to QR codes at restaurants. I just can't. I, I, I'm a menu guy, right? Like, give me a menu, a paper menu, you know, give me a little booklet. I like to flip the pages. I like to look at the pictures. I like to read the descriptions on the food. But no, you guys are, you guys are making me scan a QR code and it takes away from the experience, right? Like I, I go to restaurants to be off my phone, to uh, you know, just be in the moment, to be served by peasants, right? I want peasants to be bringing me like delicious steaks, and you know, fully loaded baked potatoes, 
Maybe a nice little appetizer, right? You know, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll buy my girl Diet Coke if she behaves, right? But you know, but now it's like you go as soon as you get into the restaurant, they're like, "Oh, take out your phone and just start scrolling." I'm like, "I do enough scrolling at home, buddy. I do enough scrolling at home." I don't want to. I don't want to be on my phone right now to to try to find out what I'm gonna eat today. I get just give me a menu. I know you got them in the back. What do you guys do? Throw away all the menus from pre 2020? You guys just threw them in the garbage? I highly doubt that. But no, now they're like, oh, we don't want to have to, you know, put away the menus anymore. Let's just have them use their phones. Come on, dude. Bring back the menus. I'm not into all this Q- QR code bullshit. It, 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 look, look at what's coming next. Yesterday, I went to the mall. I went to the mall, and my girl goes to look at the map, and she's like, oh, there's no map. And I'm like, what do you mean there's no fucking map? And we look at, we look at the little, um, where the map used to be, and it's a QR code. It's a QR code. It's like, dude, we, we even need, we even need our phones to look at the map of the mall to get around. Like, they're making things more difficult. Just put a map. What do you lose by putting a map on the thing that used to hold the maps? Makes absolutely no sense. What's next? What are they going to have us scan QR codes next, babe? What's going to be the next thing we're going to have to scan QR codes for? Um, First it's menus, then it's the the map at the mall. Next it's going to be, you know, going to the hospital. If you get into a horrible accident and you're trying to get into the hospital, you got to scan the QR code to like put your, your symptom or some shit. I don't know. That'd be funny, she says. That'd be funny. Hmm. I feel like it just wastes time, right? Like, if I had a menu, it's just quicker. I see what I want. I, I'm like, here, this. I point at it. He's like, oh, you want the you want the ribeye? I'm like, yep. But now it's it's with the you know scanning. Maybe my my signal's not that strong at the moment takes a while to download then then maybe after i download it i want to you know i want to get on tiktok and then my girl's like we came here to eat babe we're not here to get on tiktok and i'm like oh babe just two minutes just two minutes i need to get my fix i'm just like oh yeah oh yeah tiktok dances oh Oh, yeah, this is so cool. Fucking QR codes, guys. Stand against it. If they tell you to scan a QR code, stand your ground. Say no. I'm not going to scan this. Who knows what Who knows what QR codes are really doing? What if, it's, what if it's fucking up your phone, right? What if it's slowly messing your phone up? Or what if QR codes are the reason why, why we're being, like, listened to? Right? Every time you scan a QR code, it's like your phone's getting brainwashed and you're being listened to and you're being tracked. So now every time you go to Outback Steakhouse and you scan the QR code, your phone knows you love Outback Steakhouse or you're willing to scan a code to pick out your meal. So now your phone's like learning all these things about you even more. I don't know. I don't know, guys. 
But speaking of restaurants and food, let's just go into the next topic because I feel like talking about QR codes for 10 minutes is 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 not the way. It's not the way right now. So let's get into the next topic. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about restaurants and China versus the USA. Cue the music. China versus the USA, guys. I think I found a key difference in China versus the USA. How China does things, how America does things. I think I found, I guess, like the, what's it called? Like that ultimate piece of evidence that proves everything. I forgot. But I think it comes down to chopsticks versus forks chopsticks versus forks you see what do you think of when you see an asian man eating rice with chopsticks i instantly feel like that guy is is intelligent like the fact that he can hold these chopsticks and he wants to eat little grains of rice with little chopsticks it feels like that guy's got a good head on his shoulders it feels like that guy knows patience. It feels like that guy is is pacing himself and is eating at a at, at the proper rate of which he should be eating, right? Little bits by bits, right? So as soon as he knows it, he's full. But he's only eating like half his rice, but he's like, oh, but I've been eating this rice bowl for like 45 minutes. You know, after 25 minutes, I'm full. But I haven't even finished my rice. And that's why Asian people are so light. That's why they're so lean. That's why they're so lean. So they're able to, instead of their body constantly using all this energy to digest all these fatty, saturated foods, their 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 brain, all that blood is just going to their brain, and they're getting smarter. And that's why that that's why you know there's that there's that whole uh, there's that whole thing about oh Asian people are great at math. Asian people will get A's, you know. But I think it 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 might have something to do with the whole chopstick thing, right? Because they're not, you know, eat the, like if, if they go get a burger, they're trying to eat it with chopsticks. They're not going to finish that burger. You know how long it's going to take to eat a burger with chopsticks? It's going to take them like two days. So they're going to get full within like 20, 30 minutes. They're going to be like, all right, I'm good. But they're like, you only took like one bite out of your burger. They're like, yeah, but I, you know, look at these fucking chopsticks. It's impossible. But then you look at Americans. You look at Americans and we use forks. We use forks and spoons for everything, right? We eat like a fucking tub of ice cream with a little spoon. We finish that thing in like 15 minutes. We're pigs. We're pigs. We're, we're fat, unhealthy, greasy, stinky fucking pigs. And that's never going to change unless we change the tools. Human beings are masters of tools. And Americans have found a way... To stuff their fucking faces using forks and spoons. Like cavemen, right? We just want to stab the meat with a fork and stuff it in our mouth. Or we want to grab a spoon, grab a giant fucking ball of chocolate ice cream, stuff it down our throat, and say, Mmm! But no, in China, they use chopsticks, and they have to get little, little grains of rice. Mmm! Yummy! Delicious! 
they're not going to finish. They can't finish the rice bowl with those little sticks. So that's my theory. What do you guys think about the theory? Do you think A, it makes a lot of sense? B, it makes some sense? Or C, you want the world to end? Make your choice now and vote on therubenvegashow.com. Um, one lucky winner will get a package sent to them with a pair of chopsticks. If this episode feels um, a little different, guys, it's because today is Monday and everybody hates Mondays. You guys want to hear the Ruben Vegas Show recommendation of the week? I think you do. Then it's time for the Ruben Vegas Show recommendation of the week. Yeah! All right, guys. This week, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about the show Barry. I might have talked about this on a podcast maybe last year. But I just finished season three. And what a mindfuck, right? I almost had a damn near panic attack. My mouth was open the entire episode. I was just like, oh my God, Barry. Oh my God, no ho Hank. Oh my God, blonde girl, I forgot her name. Oh my God, oh my God. Uh, Gene Cousineau, oh my God. So many great characters. Um... The season finale ended with a banger. Um, one of the coolest season finales um, I think I've ever seen. You know, definitely like in the top top twenty, top ten maybe. Um, definitely check the show out. Um, it's one of those shows where like you just have to give it a chance. Like it might not seem like a show that you might be interested in, but if you give it a shot, you watch a couple episodes, you see that the show is is very cool. It's very unique, very different, right? It's about a um, a guy who's in the military who um, who has these anger issues, right? But he meets this guy who teaches him how to kind of channel those anger issues and he turns him into a hitman. So he's a hitman and he's a great fucking assassin. But he, deep down, he doesn't want to be an assassin. He's a good person deep down. He has a really good heart and he wants to be an actor. He wants to be a Hollywood actor. So he runs away from the hitman life and he tries to be an actor, but then all hell breaks loose. It, it, it's it just chaos ensues. He meets these Chechenian mobsters. He befriends one of them, one of the leaders. Uh, the hitman uh, trainer guy comes back and starts sabotaging him because he's like, why do you leave me? You know, you want to be an actor. You're never going to be an actor. You're never going to make it in the city, Barry. And then there's the teacher, Gene Cousineau, who's played by Henry Winkler, who's who's just so endearing, he's so funny, and uh, he's like, Barry, uh, you can be an actor, Barry, but, uh, ah, I forgot what he says, but just check it out, it's a good show, the finale is really cool, and it's just one of those shows you gotta, you gotta watch, you just gotta watch it, guys, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but that is my recommendation of the week. Check it out. the The lead actor is um this guy. What's this guy's name? From fucking he used to be an S on SNL. Um, Bill Hader, that guy. He's really good. 
Except for crying scenes. And crying scenes, I feel like, uh, makes me a little uncomfortable. Does a lot of breathing. Like, too much breathing. Like, he's one of those where, like, the tears are about to come out, but he's just, like, I don't know if he's a good, like, sad actor. Because I was, like, tripping out when he was trying to cry. I was like, what's going on right now? Unless that was the point, to just make you really uncomfortable. But I, I got really uncomfortable. Like, oh, my God. Just cry already, damn it. But yeah, guys, that's our show. This one's going to be short and sweet. Uh, much love to you all free thinkers. Not much on the news this week, right? Not much on the news besides shit we already know. That tampon thing was interesting, though. That I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. But um, y'all are my free thinkers, man. If you like the episode, uh, share it with your friends. If you didn't, then just never talk about it ever again. Okay, we'll be back next week. Much love. Peace out.